Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Shared Discovery, the show and podcast dedicated to sharing the many exciting and enjoyable aspects of games and gaming. I'm your host, Victor, and today I'm joined by my recurring co-host with a cough, huh? Xander, how you doing? Uh, slight sore throat. Okay, all right. We drank some uh, water, we had some honey, some, had some tea. Some good, some good, water. good. Did you... You gotta be in good spirits here. You gotta be yes, on your I game because you're I the am, expert. I'm the expert. You're the uh, expert for the I'm episode. Doing, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. Good. A lot of stress because school. Sure. I had like three things that I needed to get done this mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. and luckily I got all three done. Which is perfect timing because that gives you time to be an expert about relaxing game we're gonna help you chill out today because yeah. we're gonna talk about this was about, actually one of the things this was your really this was one of the things working on, working on this so we're gonna we're gonna have well relax working on the this. outline for you to flesh out mm, okay right on right on so we did that and what are we gonna be talking about today one of my favorite games at this very moment stardew family mm, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic game it, it's top ten games of all time. This is me. this is one of the games we've talked about since the beginning of the show. We need to talk about it. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like we spent ten episode or nine episodes talking about magic. I know we built up to that, <laughs> right? We definitely built up to that. So we've been building up to Stardew, and it's finally yeah. time. So yeah. today we're going to give an overview, like we do with all finally, of these game deep dives. Gonna... I was the one that brought this. Up. You did. Thank you for that. And I was like, because I have loved this game for over a year now Mm -hmm. and i've loved watching content about Mm -hmm. it even longer than that my voice cracked (laughs) Uh uh-oh um get it together expert (laughs) that's okay yeah you i mean you've been talking about it between games of magic you've been playing stardew it it's really awesome so and pokemon but pokemon's always there we have those episodes but today my, my top three really top three games that's that's there's a lot of games so we're going to talk about what stardew is we're going to overview history how it was made the origins and then what kinds of things you can do in the game and with all of these reviews we're going to give some pros and cons because while it is a great game every game has some cons right i have not read them by the way <laughs> okay because well, i don't want to think about you don't want to think about having a name for okay because there are games I mean, that aren't for there are glitches games aren't for everyone right there's but actually mm-hmm. if we do bring up glitches i do want to bring something up okay perfect but we're going to rewind a little bit here. What games have you been playing lately uh, since you've been on the show last? Um, Stardew Valley. Naturally. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I've been playing quite a bit of that, but more. I've been playing more Pokemon. Solid. Recently, yep. I got three incredible shinies in Scarlet. Always shiny hunting. It, one of them is one of the rarest shinies in that game. Really? Okay. That's yeah, like a one in... Maybe... 20,000, 40,000 chance. That's a that's rare shiny. I mean, it's not the one in one trillion that shiny <laughs> authentic sinister or sinister. Holy cow. We'll fact check that another episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you the real it's, numbers there. It's, it's hard to find. <laughs> so always Pokemon, always Stardew. Your top three games. I've also been playing some Pokemon. I've been playing uh, Pokemon XD, Gale yeah. of Darkness for the GameCube. <laughs> I have it. I've had it. I've had it for years now, and finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm always looking at it on my shelf. Decided to play it. And it has a really unique concept. You, oh yeah. Where I love. You can only catch certain Pokemon that are games. shadow, right? So you have very limited choices with the teams you build. So I'm really excited to 
try Pokemon I've never used before. Shaden uh, Animation actually made a video on XD really? Gale of Dark. That's super cool. Awesome. Her videos are so fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, but how, okay, we actually have some housekeeping this episode. We do? We do. We have social media. We moved off Twitter. I know everyone was excited about that, but we moved to Instagram. <laughs> right, so we have an Instagram account. And so look, check us out at Shared Discovery Show, right? Same as our email. If you want to send us an email with questions, Shared Discovery Show at gmail.com but there we've paid, we've been posting little snippets of our videos and pictures of the sets and they're funny little 30 second clips where you could get a chuckle out of them and see I what just, we've been doing here i just realized it's gonna be like 20 episodes <laughs> we're like 16 episodes old right now so yeah th- check that out if you're really if you're, we would love to have you there we're always posting funny things and you can get a little behind the scenes look but let's get into the episode Finally. Let's dive in. I got a question for you. You know, I always start these out with a question. There's always a question. All right. You ready? A little trivia here. Do you know the original title for the game? Absolutely not. Really? No. Okay. This is exciting. So the working title for the game is... Oh, put it in the comments. I'll give you a five second. Five, four, three, two, one. Sprout Valley, actually. I like it not as much as Stardew. Exactly, Valley. right? Stardew, it feels right. It feels like magical. It feel it has the connection it, it, to. It is magical. The yeah. game is magical. It is exactly. So it has this. It grabs you more, right? So I see why he changed that name. But but that was a nice little bit of trivia to start us off. Okay, so what it what is the game? We should tell them what the game is. People who don't know, so. The game, it has a couple of descriptors. It's an open-ended country life RPG simulation role-playing game, but at its core, it is a farming simulation game. Yeah. And it's primarily inspired by Story of Seasons, formerly known as Harvest Moon. These came out back in Super Nintendo. Same series, you're a farmer, you're trying to rebuild your town, make a family, right? And I, oh. we have some graphics for those here, so you can see that. And that's direct inspiration for this series are those games and so we'll get into the history of that here a little about how the game was made but essentially just like a brief story i got this right off steam right of the description here so you've inherited your grandfather's old plot in stardew valley armed with hand-me-down tools and a few coins you set out to begin a new life can you learn to live off the land and turn these overgrown fields into thriving home Pretty much that sums up the game. Like really good summary, two sentence summary. And we're gonna get into the details of how you turn this farm into a thriving home. I mean, it doesn't bring up the mind numbing minds, but yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that when we talk about skills, right? (laughs) You sure will. You're the expert here. So you're the expert on all of that. I I am the expert. I am the expert, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I even have a cool pen. You have a cool, like, how can I argue with that? Yeah, I have a cool pen. <laughs> it's a cool, like, skull pen for our podcast which, listeners. Which which goes with one of the mine's names, mm-hmm. by the way. So we should have a disclaimer here right at the beginning. So you know what the game is. We can't have an episode like this without having spoilers. Yes. Right, we're not going to tr- spoil the whole story of the game, but we're we're gonna probably spoil the first chunk of the game. We're gonna give a little. We'll, we'll give a little bit of little like, teasers, and, and if it's like a big spoiler, we'll warn you. Right, yeah. skip ahead thirty seconds. Like post game. Yeah. That one. That one we talked about is kind of post game. So yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. There, but there are spoilers throughout this episode. If you want to go in blind, I want to figure this game out without any knowledge. A lot of people like to play games that way. 
just know there's going to be spoilers, but this is going to be an overview to really kick you off and get you started within that first hour of the game. And that's the yeah, goal here. It's a, it's a it's a really fun game. Yes. I highly, 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 highly recommend it. That's really high. Yeah. Nice. Okay, well, let's get into the history. How was this game made? How did it come together? So the game was actually made by a person named Eric Barone, and his online alias is... Can I say? Concerned Ape. Yes. Yeah, so if you see that name come up, that's... That's which, his alias. Which, actually, there is a funny little Easter egg in the game like really? that. So this is going to go into something that you need to collect, the okay. star drops. Yeah, we'll get into that with energy. Save this. I'll, I'll, write, I'll write that down right now. We've okay. got an Easter egg with his name because we, we are going to okay. talk about that. So okay. I'm going to write that down right now. Just uh, please remind yes, me Yes, I will remind you. So, anyway, he made this game. He was the lead developer of the game, and he has the company of the same name, right? So, Concerned Ape. So, he had graduated from college in 2011 with a degree in computer science. And he was able, unable to find a job in the industry, and he wanted to get some experience, right? Get some computer skills. So, he's like, I'm going to make a game. And it's turned into one of the best games on the planet. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm going to make a game. And one of his favorite franchises that we talked about, is, we mentioned, was the Story of Seasons slash Harvest Moon series, right? And Which, the name <clears throat> Harvest Moon sounds way better than the I Story love, of Seasons. I, I, I know. It's interesting because Harvest Moon was the name first, and then it changed the Story of Seasons. Hi. It's really interesting. Hi. I like that Harvest Hi. Moon better, too. But he set out to make a fan-made alternative to those games. And in his words, he just felt he was dissatisfied with the ways that the games were going, and he felt that the games became worse over the years. So he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. You know? What other game franchises have gone down the toilet? Oh, man. That's, that's an episode right there. <laughs> that is an episode. <laughs> and if you play the game, a lot of his inspirations are really worn on his sleeve, right? So Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't play the game without feeling that inspiration. Terraria? Yeah, the Green way it Factory, looks. Minecraft, right? So direct inspirations from other very yeah, popular Terraria games. Yeah, Terraria has mm -hmm. a huge inspiration. Very huge inspiration for the game. Because it looks like Terraria, just more 3D, kind of, kind of. It's got that pixel look for sure, and that, that just that cool open-ended style to the game, the way that you play. Mm -hmm. And he actually was the sole developer. He Which... created all of the pixel art. All the music, all the sound effects, the story, and the dialogue by himself. Which is insane. It is insane. And especially, it's extra insane if you know the time that he was putting in. So for four years between like 2011, 2016, that time period, he put in about 10 hours a day working on the game. He rebuilt it from scratch multiple times because he was dissatisfied with it. And it paid off. Because now yeah. we get to my favorite part. I always have stats, right? Uh, okay. I don't like stats. You don't like numbers? Come on. Oh. So the game released in 2016. Beginning of 2016. Well, that number I like. Mm -hmm. It's simple. And it's a year. And it was a huge success immediately. Like, yeah. immediate. within two weeks of its release, it sold over 400,000 copies. And within two months, it sold over a million copies. That's like That's one huge. of the fastest growing games of all time. That's it huge. has to be. Like, that is insane, right? That is a an indie game doing that. It's unheard of, right? I'm sure it's hard, but it's, it's so rare, right? Harder tale. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and so now, Sorry. now over the years, and uh, we're in the Lord of our, we're in the year of our Lord and Savior, 20, 
23, right? All these years later. And now it's on multiple platforms. After. It's on Android. It has a board game, a cookbook. It's sold over 20 million copies. Which we don't have that cookbook, but we have the we D&D, have D&D <laughs> cookbook. For those watching, I, I we have the D&D cookbook behind me here on set. Which I got for Christmas. Yes, that's a really cool cool gift here. Or was it Christmas or birthday? I think it's a, our obligatory time to plug our D&D episode. If you want to play D&D, we have a beginner episode, and we actually have some gameplay coming up for that in a few episodes. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. But this game, not only has it sold well, it's just one of the best-reviewed games of all time. Oh, yeah. On Steam, it has over 500,000 reviews with an overwhelmingly positive rating, which, for those of you that don't know what that means, that means that 98% of the reviews have been positive. That's huge. It's completely the opposite of Overwatch 2. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The opposite. So I actually pulled up my favorite review, which will pop up on the screen here. This is from Morgan. And Morgan Morgan loves this game. Morgan says, it's a fun and relaxing game. Always something to do and updates keep it interesting. I am 72. Have tried to play other games, but they can't compete with Stardew. So I only play Stardew. Thank you, Concerned Ape. But I think we got to get the real scale of this review, we got to talk about the numbers here. So this review came out in 2020, August of 2020, and at the time she had 1,100 hours, which is already crazy for it. That's more than any game I've ever played. That's so much like time. Fortnite only. I only have like 850. So it is September 2023 now, and she has 7,761 hours at the time of this episode and played. And, and growing in the last two weeks, uh, she has basically 69 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, I love this. I love this review for so many reasons. The sheer time that she put in, the ease that she had, and just being an older gamer—that's so cool to me. Yeah. So that's that's the game. It's amazing. It's successful. But let's play it. Yeah. You want to play it? Tell us how to start the game. Okay, my expert. How do we start this game? Okay, you start with my. Like a lot of games similar to this, with a character creation menu, which is, it's very in-depth. There's a lot of, there's a lot of options. There's even like a settings menu for what, like, what items you want as rewards in the mines. Mm. There's, there's that. There's, sorry, uh, throat. (laughs) Um, There's the option to make the community center uh, available to be completed in one year okay so it's super like customizable to you the way your character looks and your experience yeah how you want to play yeah you can even remix the bundles in the community center which yeah. i had no idea about That's until so like cool. two months so ago there's like this menu says i want to play this way that's how I can do it. And at the start of the game, like you inherit this plot of land in this small house, but there are also seven types of farms that you can choose from. What are those? Standard, river, hill, hilltop, forest, wilderness, four corners, and beach. That's crazy. Beach is the best, that's, by the way. That's seven different starting layouts, and each of them has unique benefits and drawbacks. That's so cool. What, so you like the beach. The one that I've played. I played standard, and then I played the river. Yeah, standard. If you if you're playing for the first time, I say that's where I start. Go to standard. Mm-hmm. It's I get it's it's the standard one. And why do you think that's the recommendation? Because there's not a lot of crazy things like okay. wilderness. There's monsters spawning oh, at night. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
speech, you can't use sprinklers on oh, a lot really? of this. And sprinklers like auto auto water, water your crops. Your crops. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, four corners is kind of odd, mm-hmm. but it does have a little quarry for you that you can access at the start of the oh, game. That's super nice. Um, and I think so does the hilltop. Okay. The four corners kind of like combines a bunch of aspects from a mm. bunch of different ones. Okay. So when you, this could, this is like the cumulative, but usually we recommend the standard because it doesn't have more of these complex mechanics like combat yes. and stuff. But okay. there is a commonality between all of them. Sure. Your um, house is always in the top right corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you always have a cave. Okay. Which that cave can later be turned into either a mushroom cave, okay. where you can farm mushrooms. Okay. Or a fruit bat cave where you get a lot of fruit. Oh, that's super cool. Awesome. So we've made our character. We got our plot of land. You, you pick, picked your animal. You pick your animal. There are pets in the game. Okay. There's three variants of cats and three variants of dogs. You can pick okay. whatever. All right, so we, we're off. We have our pet. We, we, I chose a dog. I got my character. I chose standard, right? And we're ready to play. So a little cutscene will play. It'll show you. Unless you You can skip it. Skip you it. But I usually well, do, but that's because I've been playing for a while. Yeah, time. we always recommend watching the cutscene first. You know what you're getting into. And the cutscene won't, uh, it won't spoil it too much, but you start starts off with you droning away in an office. <laughs> super fun, super cute little cutscene. So... Are you ready to throw these sheets? Oh, I'm getting better at that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Great. so now we're started. Now I think it's time important to talk about the core gameplay loop and the core oh, yeah. mechanics, right? So your farm is initially overrun with boulders, trees, stump, weeds, and it's up mine, to you to restart the farm. Mine usually still are. <laughs> you don't take care of it. I just use that top right corner. Okay. <laughs> You're like, this is unless, good enough. Um, unless one instance I have done more okay. uh, when I got far enough to be able to buy a touch of, bunch of the big bombs. Okay. I just went through, bombed that's everything. Easy. That's nice. So that, again, back to this being an open-ended experience, that's how you chose to play the game. But it's going to be overrun, and it's up to you to decide how you want to restart the farm and tend your crops, your livestock, and just make money and expand the farm. But the core mechanic, one of the key mechanics here is time management. So it's really one of the main resources in the game, and it's how you manage the time that's allotted to you by the day cycle. So we'll put a chart up here for the watchers here. that There's a day cycle within the game in which... There's a period of 20 hours in game from 6 to 2 a.m. in which the player or the farmer is able to work and perform other activities, right? You hit 2 a.m., it forces you to go back to bed. You wake up at 6 every day. And the player will always wake up at the same time, but they uh, can choose when to go to bed. You don't have to wait till 2. You can go to bed earlier, and there are some benefits to that, which we'll talk about in a second. So this in-game day is roughly 14 minutes. So 20 hours in game, 14 minutes. There are four seasons. It's simplified, right? The calendar is this is simplified. So there are four seasons. Twenty-eight each is, days yep, per season. Twenty-eight days, and each season dictates what crops you can grow and what forageables you find. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's a few that can be grown at any time. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. And I think this is a really important tip. This is a tip you gave me when I was starting the game. Really be careful growing crops close to when a season changes. Because I gave you that? You gave me that tip. I did. You don't remember that? I don't. You told me. I told you I'm going to start playing well, for research. Actually, there is one reason you would plant them like the day before mm. season changes. And that would be to per- preserve your fertilizer. Oh, okay. That I are see. in the ground. They go away. Mm-hmm. Well, most of your hoed area goes away when the season changes. Okay. And if you have fertilizers in the ground, they, uh, those fertilizers will also disappear. Yep. But if you plant a crop, when the season changes over, they'll turn it into dead crops. Yep. But that fertilizer will... That's the will tip you gave me. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fertilizer will still be okay, there. Okay, that's important to preserve is... that fertilizer. But the, the key tip here is like you don't want to lose all these crops. So be really careful of how long crops take to grow. And if you're yes. on day 27, maybe we're not planting new crops. Right. Unless, <laughs> actually... We won't get into all the exceptions, <laughs> but okay. Uh, what are the sun, exceptions? Sunflowers. I'm pretty sure they can grow in both fall and summer. Okay. Okay. And the same thing can be said for wheat. Okay. So there are and a few exceptions. Technically, there's a third exception, but that we'll get into that okay, later. Cool. That one I really wanted to go and yes. like, talk about. So there are four seasons, 28 days. Be careful of growing plots on the edge of and the season change, and then a season in game is six hours and 32 minutes of real time with a year being 26 hours and eight minutes of real time. And I forgot to mention this. You cannot grow things during winter except for the winter forageable seeds. Okay. That's really good to know, right? And so that this is what the game's all about, is like managing your time. What season is it? What can I grow? How much time do I have left in the day to farm? Um, and to do anything really between six and two, you have those 14 minutes before you need to go back to bed. So managing the time. And so what is the other core mechanic in the game? Oh, oh no. Are you okay? What happened? Yeah, you passed energy. out. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> energy. So you ran out of energy. What happens if you run out of energy in the game? There's actually two ways mm. to, well, Basically, you pass out, but there's two ways mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that. Yep. There's running out of energy by <laughs> pickaxing, mm-hmm. mining, yep. all those things. Yeah, because all of the bunch. activities in the game. We, we and for game to eat. The core mechanic here is energy management, if that, that silly little skit went over. <laughs> uh, and for those podcast listeners, um, Xander here passed out uh, to represent the energy management of the, as the core mechanic. Yeah, um, hopefully the little thing is in the corner right now. <laughs> yes. And so there are many activities, such as using tools and moving things, will deplete yeah. your energy over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other one is um, going till 2 a.m., Mm. staying up Mm -hmm. till 2 a.m. Yeah. And there's a penalty, right? So between midnight and 2 a.m., if you, the later you stay out, there's the next day, there's an energy penalty of how much you start with. And the same thing will happen if you get the sluggish thing by using too much energy. Mm -hmm. So you're really watching out for this. You're trying not to get to zero energy because that reduces your movement speed. You can't use the 
the poll anymore. So the, you're trying to manage the time and how much energy do you have to do with and that time? This becomes way easier later in the game mm. because mm. you'll have some star drops. You'll have your... What are star drops? Oh, we can talk about those now. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> star drops are basically these things that increase your energy when you obtain them. You So when you say increase, is that like your maximum? Your maximum. Oh, okay. That's permanently. Really permanently. That's huge. I mean, there are ways to increase it temporarily with okay. certain foods, but... Sure. But like permanently, we're increasing the amount of energy we have. And there's six of them. Wow. So that's a scarce resource. Yeah. So um... Super. But you can buy at a fair. Mm -hmm. One you get by completing the museum. Okay. One you get by crouching all the furf. We don't like fishing, I can tell. <laughs> uh, let's see. One you find in the mines. I don't remember the other two. Okay. But but there's throughout, and you're going to really want to look for these. If they're ever mentioned, if you ever get these. Because energy is huge, right? Actually, there is also a way to increase your maximum health. True, okay. But but we're talking about energy. We're talking about energy, right? Because if you have more energy, it's easier to not lose health, yeah. right? You're and not time gonna move slower, you're gonna be able to attack better, things like that. And time for that secret thing. Yes. Okay, so in the character creation menu, there is a- Big spoiler here. Not really. Medium spoiler here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, there is a slot for you to put your favorite item. Like, or something you like, your favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And if you put, with capitals included, Concerned Ape in that slot, well, here, let me explain this first. Um, whatever you put there, that item will be there in the star drop like text box. Oh, okay. Because basically it says you ate this star drop increasing your maximum energy okay it reminds you of blank oh it reminds you of your favorite item yes okay and if you put concerned ape it'll say it reminds you of concerned ape thank you thank you oh that's such a nice little easter egg okay so that's that's a small spoiler and there is another one it if you put stardew valley mm -hmm. instead of it reminds you of blank it says you feel a strong connection to the valley itself, oh, those are, which is so cool. Wow, those are such fun little Easter eggs. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Okay, so we know how to increase our maximum energy, but how do we replenish it during the day? Say we're getting to zero, we're about to pass out, because you, if you get to minus 15 energy, you pass out, and they have to carry it back to your house, and you have to pay them. But what are the ways that you can replenish the energy? Huh? Yeah. There's a spa? That's what it said when I was doing research. Okay, I have no idea I'm about teaching, that. I'm teaching. I've been expert. playing for a year. I'm still Come finding on. new items. That's great. That's, that's a... I'm still finding new items, but mainly sleeping. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and eating. Mm. That's that, Those are the main those are ways. The two main ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in a multiplayer game, I saw this as well. If you are just in the bed in a multiplayer game, it said you replenish a little bit of energy as well, which is pretty okay. cool. So, yeah, that's interesting. You don't know what the spa is, so it it's a, denotes a good game if you're still learning I am, things. I'm going through the whole game in should my I, head right now. Should I have gotten Morgan on here? 
with her 7,000 hours? No. With their 7,000 hours to be the expert? No, <laughs> please, no. Don't replace don't, me. Don't replace me with 72-year-old Morgan. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Actually, actually, they're probably 75 now. Oh, crap, yeah. Wow, because that review came out three years ago. Okay, so those are the two core main mechanics that you're going to be balancing as you play through the game, right? T managing the time given to you by the day cycle and the energy bar and figuring out how much energy you have to do the skills that we're about to talk about, right? So this is where the game opens up, right? You've made your character, you're in the game, you're playing, and now you get to play how you want and prioritize the activities and skills you want. So what are what are these activities and skills? Let's see. Yeah, farming, fishing, mining, foraging. Some combat, mm -hmm. developing your relationships yep. with That's NPCs, yep. restoring the community center, or helping children more, which Wait, what I, was that? I said, or helping Jojo Mart, oh, which I will only recommend if you <laughs> really want to get to Ginger Island, Okay. which I have done because I, I like Ginger sure. Island. And that's, and, and also the community center's a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. And the story's pretty minimal. We'll talk about it later. But when we talk about the community center and Jojo Mart, those are the two story paths. But I think before we get into that, we need to talk about skills. Ah. We have to. You can't talk about yes. this game without talking about skills. Okay, so what are skills? There are five skills ranging from level one to ten, and it's the player attribute. Each of these will be leveled up as you use the specific tools and actions related to those skills. Yes. Right. And we, we mentioned them, but we'll go. We're going to go through them here, right? But it's really important to note that it's really improving skills is huge because it oh, yeah. reduces energy costs. We just talked about how important energy costs and are. And with combat, it increases your attack stat and HP. It attacks and improves your stats. It yeah. reduces energy costs, health, HP. It unlocks items, allows you to choose professions. Yeah, one of the best, mm -hmm. one of the best items you can get, which I will bring up in the fruit in the when I talk about the ancient fruit. Yes, yeah, so you, you um, have to. Oh, just kick us off. Talk, tell us about farming. This is okay. It's a farming farming scene. level nine. Farming level nine. You get one well, of those. Tell, here, let me describe it, and then we'll get into the. Okay. okay. So farming. <laughs> It's the skill that is gained by harvesting crops, but also caring for animals. So I think that's important to, to note here. And there are 40 plus crops and fruit trees in the game. So you had some there, really good, there's, good there's, tips here. So let, it, let them tell, tell us these tips. Okay, I'm gonna start off by talking about the animals. There are like seven different animals to choose from. Mm. I will tell you which ones you should go for. Yeah, this was really cool. This was good advice. Yes, this is very good advice. In the pre-show. <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna want pigs, which you're gonna need a deluxe barn in order yeah. to have. And basically, if you let them out of the barn, they will find you truffles. Ooh. Each pig will find you one truffle okay. per day. And those truffles can be put in an oil maker to make truffle oil, which can sell for like a thousand gold each. That's a lot of money, wow. Like, not even... And I think for basic scale there, right, when you chop down trees, you get wood. Each piece of wood sells for two. Cool. Yeah. So that's huge. That's good scale. And each tree, how much wood do you think drops? Like five or something? Like something... Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, right? So you're getting 30 gold compared to a thousand. Per pig. Per pig. Like, 
Wow. I will preface this. Pigs are one of the most expensive animals of the it game. Takes some time. All of these are fairly it expensive. It takes some time to get to, but when you do, it's worth it. Well, you don't even get the benefits right away. Okay. They have to grow up. They sure. start as a little baby little animal. Piglets. Like with all, all the animals, start as a little baby. Mm-hmm. Little baby. And then they grow up if you feed them okay. a lot. Yeah. All right. What about ducklets? That's ducks. the next one you have here. Yes. I'm like, what, ducks. what are ducks going Okay. For? Ducks get you... A, duck eggs, which can be turned into duck mayo, which is better than normal mayo. Okay. Unless you unless you have ostriches, but those are a pain to get. Okay. <laughs> We're focused on ducks. Yes. <laughs> I could also bring up dinosaurs, but... <laughs> dinosaur. Wow, you're just throwing crazy things Okay, I'll, I'll talk about the dinosaurs after the rabbits. Okay. But uh, ducks can get you, again, duck eggs mm-hmm. and duck feathers. Okay. Which are a very... Very good item because they're used for a community center thing. Mm-hmm. And they're also a, uh, like, one of the best give, gifts to give to NPCs. Really? Okay. Which we'll talk about character relationships more in detail here soon. But So why are they a good gift to give? Like, why would I want a duck feather? Because they're a, like, favorite gift of every, oh. ev- every NPC except for, like, one I wow. can't remember. Is it is it Penny? So everyone here yeah. in Stardew Valley likes duck feathers. Yes. And it's going to make it easier to increase your friendship. Whew. Yeah. That's good because it like that's what I was struggling with. I'm like I don't know what you like. You <laughs> so can that's check cool. the wiki. I know, but I was I was having fun just throwing stuff at people, see if they liked it. Uh, but now I know ducks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, rabbits. Rabbits. What about rabbits? Rabbit season. Anyway. <laughs> um, they give wool, which completely negates the usefulness of sheep. Okay. Because they also give a different item. Rabbit's feet. So, don't don't question how you get the rabbit's okay, feet. Okay, that was my next question. We'll don't don't question it. Move past. They it. just show up, okay? Okay. I don't I don't question it, neither should you. Just, just move past. But they are also a favorite gift of all NPCs except for one. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Another favorite cow? Yes. Holy cow. Uh, wool can be put in a loom. Okay. And I think each cloth gives you like 500 each. That's a lot. So these are like, these are three animals. If you have access, rush, get them. Yes. You see them, get them. Okay. Yes. What is, the, what is this ancient fruit you have here? Uh, well, I still haven't said the last thing with the rabbit's feet, and I didn't oh, really? have to talk about really? dinosaurs. Well, we don't need to talk about dinosaurs. I want to talk about the dinosaurs. We still have to talk about character relationships. I forgot the about most the most di- important part of the game. Okay, all right. I forgot about th- Tal- what, what else are the rabbit's feet for? Okay, so there's the certain secret note, which you c- gain access to those uh, at the start of your first winter. Okay. Uh, one secret note said, uh, makes you go like through a maze, okay. and it leads you to this truck. And if you interact with the truck, there's a guy that says, hey, if you give me a rabbit's foot, I will give you something interesting. And if you give him a rabbit's foot, you get a lucky talisman thingy. I don't remember what it's called specifically, but it, incre- it permanently increases your luck stat by one. Okay. And what does luck do? That um, might be a derail, but it probably makes good things happen. Well, it's a, it's a stat. So it's a, it's a stat, so it kind of goes with this. Okay, yeah. Um, luck is a secret stat that secret you can okay. that you can upgrade through or that you can increase through foods okay. like the magic rock candy. Yeah. 
and you can also get the talisman thingy okay to permanently increase it and it gives you a higher chance of finding good items in the mine oh, that's super nice i yes. love that i mean i love the mines so which honestly i think they're kind of a pain i love them i'm a terraria player okay but we've we've been on farming for a bit Tell, yes. uh we got well, the dinosaurs and the ancient fruits so Tell us about those, and then we're going to head on to mining. Okay, dinosaurs are very hard to find. Okay. Because you have to find a dinosaur egg. I've never found a dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> uh, dinosaur eggs are very hard to find, and once you find one, you can either donate it to the museum, or what I recommend, putting it in an egg incubator mm -hmm. in your coop, which I think is the level 2 coop and onwards, and then a dinosaur will hatch out, and eventually it will give you a bunch of dinosaur eggs oh and then you can just put those in the museum yeah okay that's a good that's and a turn good into dinosaur egg mayo that's well, that's hardcore does uh, that sell well it sells better than any other mayo okay that's awesome all right so dinosaur eggs don't put them in the museum because you're gonna get your one. first one don't put the first put an egg one in the museum. put it in the egg incubator good tip good tip okay. i'm glad we brought it up ancient fruit ancient fruit's one of the best things to find mm -hmm. and the seed maker, which you get at level nine, is the easiest way to get it. Oh, well, level nine farming. <laughs> if you find one in the mines, put it in the museum. You'll get the recipe for the seeds. Okay. And you'll get a, and you'll get a actual seed. Okay. Like that. You so can that one, you if you get it, you just put it in the mine. Yes. Okay. In the museum. Cool. But you can also find them through seed makers. If sure. you get a if you continue putting things in seed makers, there is a chance, it's a small chance, but there is a chance that you do get a ancient fruit seed. Okay. And then it, you plant it, it takes like a month to grow. Whoa. It's a pain. That's, that's a long time. then it regrows every like six days. Wow, okay, every six days. And is that through seasons? All seasons, but winter. Whew. But that can be avoided using the greenhouse. I forgot huge, to mention that earlier. Huge. That is, that's awesome. Okay, so ancient fruit. If you can get that. Yes, they sell for a they lot. They sell for a lot. And every six days through seasons. We just talked about how most crops die through seasons. That's huge. That time. Okay, so that's farming. And it makes sense that we spend a lot of time on farming. Right, it's it, a farming simulator. It's right? one of the main aspects. Yes. I'm glad you remembered dinosaurs. You know? Ah, yes. Uh, that's, uh, that's a huge tip, right? Put, don't put it in the museum. And then there's but ostriches, but that's for another Not time. as important at these, as these four. Okay, because next skill. We have mining. This is short and sweet. I can take care of this real quick. This skill is increased by breaking rocks. Anyway. That's it. Like, you go to the mine, you smash rocks, and your mining will increase. <laughs> and of course, with all of these skills, you'll get items and profession. Uh, actually, level nine. As you improve. Level nine mining will get you a very, very good item. Okay, so it'll, keep out, keep a lookout. For it'll that. give you the recipe for the crystallarium. Interesting. Which is a very important item. So it's sounding like leveling up all of these is worth it. Oh yeah. Even foraging, right? Foraging is a skill that is increased by gathering. Forage items found on the ground throughout Stardew Valley or chopping down trees. Yeah. Pretty simple. You're and if you pick the fruit back cave, which I mentioned earlier, picking up those fruits also give you foraging experience. Really? That's yes. super cool. Okay, so that's a good way to get some, to speed this process up. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And then 
you have fishing. You wanted to talk about fishing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, someone doesn't like fishing. Well, <laughs> I like fishing later on in the game. Okay. Later. It's, but it's a pain to get to level two, which can get you the crap pots, which okay. I do like. Fishing and... We talked about this a pre-show. It's because the mini game is actually pretty challenging. If you have the beginner rod, the beginner rod, uh, because it's like you—it's a timing thing. This fish moves up and down this bar, and you have to keep a little little bar behind it, and it's kind of hard. These fish spaz around. Oh yeah, especially you haven't encountered a legendary fish. I have. Not. I doubt it. <laughs> or a tuna, probably. Or it got away instantly. <laughs> okay, that's fishing. It's increased by catching fish, trash, seaweed, green algae, white algae, and uh, with the fishing pole or rod or crab pots, right? Crab pots are so good. There, you get them at fishing level two. Okay. You unlock the recipe. Yeah. But also the fishermen in town. Mm-hmm. You can buy them for 1,500 okay. gold from him. Dang. Are they reusable? Good. I mean, you have to put bait in it. Sure. That's easy to get. And though. bait's like five gold per thing. That's cheap. That's nothing. I'll go cut down a tree. Okay. Last skill here. This should be simple, too. Combat. Tell us about combat. <sighs> combat is the worst skill really? to level up. Okay. Even worse than fishing. It's slow? Because you don't always find and monsters in the mines. Ah, yeah. So if you're specifically going for your combat level, you would get excited when you see a um, infested floor. So we- you would want, to, if you were a combat-oriented person, you wanted to pick the wilderness farm then. Kinda, yeah. Okay, interesting. Like, eat, if we, if we go back to the farms, crap, I can't read that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, each one actually is fo- kind of focused on a certain skill. Sure. Like. Fishing for the beach and yeah. river, sense. foraging for the forest, mining for the hilltop. Mm. Wilderness gives the um, gives you the, the monsters enemies, yeah. for f- combat. Okay, it's, it's a very good. That's game. a good design, absolutely. So those are the five skills, right? Really important to level these up. You get access to cool rewards, but yes. from just a reminder: farming, mining, foraging, fishing, and combat. But now we're going to get into a lot of people's favorite part of the, the game. The best part of the entire the character game. character relationships. And you, you put this here in the notes that the relationships you have with the NPCs is one of the most important parts of the game. And yes. so I'm going to break this down. Then you have some tips about some of your favorite NPCs All and right, the ones that you should talk But There are 45 characters in Stardew Valley. Each villager has a different responsibility in Pelican Town. Or plays a specific role in the game. Not all of them are created equal. George. <laughs> George is a cranky old man that sits in his house all day, except and, to go to church. Yeah. And so some of the characters can be married or dated, oh. others can't, and some can't receive gifts. Actually, right? there's. So if we break that down, there are 34 NPCs that can receive gifts and 12 that can be romanced. There, there is one character that everyone wants to marry, though. Really? That's Robin. Okay. Everyone loves her, Robin. but she's married to frickin' Demetrius. <sighs> Robin. <laughs> but it's really important. We talked about that. It's fun. It's, like, it's fun to create and develop these relationships, but there's actual like reward to it in the, in the game sense. As your friendships deepen with the villagers, the dialogues become more friendly. They, you get little cutscenes called the hard events and villagers are more likely to send you gifts in the mail and marriage becomes possible for those 12 
12 uh, yes. romanceable characters. Yes, but it's a pain. <laughs> because the item to propose to your character, well, A, you have to be at 10 hearts. Yeah, so what is this heart system? Okay. The first eight, you can get with everyone. Absolutely everyone can get up to, or actually, no, you can get up to 10 with everyone. Okay. Like the romanceable characters. So we should say this, they're each character, and we'll put this graphic up on screen here so you can see it. Each NPC that you can give gifts to and develop friendships has a friendship score represented by 10 heart meter or 14 if you're married to them. Yes. Okay. Let me go back to my thing. Um, Each character has 14 or 10. Yeah. The romanceable characters only start out with eight. Interesting. And two grayed out hearts. Okay. If you get up to that eight and you go through all the cutscenes, you can give them a bouquet and ask them to be your partner. Yeah. Then, once you get to 10, if it's raining, well, if it's raining and it's not winter, sorry, people who like winter. Nobody wants to date in winter. (laughs) (laughs) You can go to the old mariner who shows up only on rainy days, and you can get a mermaid pendant, which is basically the wedding ring of this universe. Yeah. That's... That's tedious, but and then it's you, worth it for love, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> And actually, oh wait, I just remembered one of the other star drops. Oh. Once you get to 13 hearts with whoever you're married to, they give you, they straight up give you the Whoa. star drop. I thought you'd like this, honey. Oh, I got Pretty much. I sure do. Pretty much. Thank you. Thank you, partner. Ah, that's awesome. So we have, we have four relationships here like that you had tips for yes so tell us about abigail abigail is the fan favorite character she is the she... <laughs> sorry i can't say this oh no uh she is the uh goth girl of Ooh, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fan favorite for me yes she is <laughs> one of the best characters in the game she has some of the best um heart events her 14 heart event is one of the best and her eight heart event has some of the best music okay. in the entire game. All right. So worth it's worth romancing or befriending our uh, lovely goth girl Abigail. Yes, yes. Okay. And then we have her mother. Caroline? Caroline. Okay. You only ta- t- technically only Can have I romance her. Caroline? No. Dang it. Pierre's still in the picture. Dang. Uh, but Caroline, once you get her up to two hearts, you get access to her little room, her little garden room. And if you go in there while she's home, you get access to her two heart event, which uh, looks like a drug trip. Some t- we, uh, we have a picture of this yeah, here. Yeah, it looks you. like a drug trip with it's the little really, guy sitting really on the really teacup. really crazy. That was actually in the game, the teacup, the guy on the teacup. Yeah. Wow, I thought that was a meme. No. That's crazy. Yeah, check this out. We haven't like, even talked about the... Our well, listeners, you should go check this out, because I was like, there's no way that this isn't a meme from Reddit. Oh, wow. you haven't seen the... Have you seen the... the have you been to the Wizard's Tower yet? No, but that's a good okay. segue. Tell us okay. about the wizard. Well, I will say first, you get access to tea saplings oh, through okay. that event. Yeah. And they're easily crafted, and they sell for 500 gold each. So I that I love that you can easily make a ton of money. So you need to rush really like two stars at least with Carol. Yes. Okay. And then the wizard. The wizard. This was a really good tip. I like. Okay. This one. So if you make friends with him early on, you 
he can send you very good gifts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not even the most important part. The most important part is when you get into Farfarts, you get access to his basement, where there's a shrine to change your character's appearance, their name, their gender, everything. Wow, all wizards I know have that kind of shrine in their basement. You technically have another shrine. You technically have another a, shrine. That is huge, though. But this so, so big. Many technically, there is a way to get around this by wow. going through the story. But wow, that's that is huge because I know a lot of players that really love customizing their character and changing their looks all the time. Yeah. So that's amazing. If you're a character changed. like that. Befriend the wizard. Yeah, I failed a glitch with your name, and then once I got to that area, I was like, screw it, I'm going to name my character Athena now. <laughs> and what does that do? Not much. Not much. Okay, Athena, love it. Awesome. Okay, so Clint. And Clint. This says speedrunning only. Clint is the worst character okay. in the entire game. I didn't, I didn't see him much, but he was kind of grumpy. Yes, he's constantly after this one girl, and she doesn't feel anything back, but he keeps trying over and over again. Oh, that's the worst. But why, like, so, if he's the worst, you said it's, he's a speedrunning tactic? Yes. Interesting. Tell me about that. So, Clint is only useful during speedrunning because if you get up in friendship with him, he can send you a... Uh, the metal bars in the mail. Oh, okay. So that that saves a lot of time. Yes. Okay. Huge. You can get copper bars, iron bars, and yeah. gold bars. Okay. So that that does seem like a speedrunner thing. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're at the bottom of the hour here, and we we gotta still get to some pros and cons. But we'll we'll talk about the story real quick. This is quick because it's not that. Yes. Huge, this is right? so much. So sadly. Actually, there is an update coming fairly soon, and that might be adding more. That's crazy. It's always a yeah, one point six. There's already seven thousand seven hundred sixty-one point eight hours worth of content, according to Morgan. So that's crazy. But basic story here. We've talked touched on it quite a bit. But you're an office drone, just tappy, tappy tapping away. I love that at your computer day after day, year after year, until finally it all becomes too much. You walk away, get on a bus, and travel to the farm that your grandpa left you. There actually, in like the original things for the game, there actually was a scene inside the bus that you can move around. Okay. And there was a character who worked for Jojamar, and that was actually going to be like the main story. Like oh, you're fighting against Jojamar oh, okay. and taking over the Very town. Interesting. And I mean, that's a nice segue, right? Because there's not really a lot of story. It's kind of making your own story with the NPCs, but there is a core like choice, right? You have two paths. You help the Jojamar, the corporation, and give them the plot of land where the dil- dilapidated community center is, or you help the city rebuild the community center. And they're, you know. There are benefits and pros and cons to doing this, but you had a pretty cool little uh, spoiler here about what happens with the other people. Okay, yeah. Heavy spoiler. Heavy. Heavy, heavy spoiler. <laughs> All right, for everyone, who's clo- for everyone who's not closing their ears right now, um, whatever one you pick, the or whatever storyline you pick, the other one, the other building will become... Well, if you pick Jojo Mart, the community center will be turned into a storage facility. Mm-hmm. And then if you pick the community center, the Jojo Mart will go to ruin. Okay. And whatever one you didn't pick, 
you'll have the option to turn it into a movie theater. Okay. Which can actually help you get uh, hearts with characters because characters have favorite movies That's that crazy. play. I can tell. I can tell you. I've definitely increased some hearts with uh, friends in real life by going to the movies. So that's that's huge. That is really really cool to keep in mind. So that's then, the story. It's pretty simple, but we got we got some pros and cons to run through here. Yes. I think you want to go through. Oh wait. The pros. We didn't throw the sheet, did we? All right, ready? Oh no. <laughs> it went off. It almost passed my first sheet. That's great. Okay, so tell us the pros. We've talked a lot about them throughout, but what are some of the pros? There are several billion pros to this game, but we had to... Some billion. <laughs> we had to, we had to condense it down to, like, 12 bullet points. Yeah. Okay. So, the amount of content... There's so much. That's, like, the main pro of we this could game. We like a there's, whole podcast on just there's the show. There's three maps. There's the normal one. There's the Calico yeah. Desert. And then there's Ginger Island, which I talked about a little bit earlier. Mm. Um, there's hundreds, if not thousands of items. I'm still finding new ones. Like, yeah. <laughs> when we first discussed this, I was like, what is that? You're still finding new, th and you're I still learning stuff wild about the bait, yeah. which I didn't know existed. You didn't know the spa existed? Yeah. Which is cool. Oh, now I remember the spa. You didn't know? There's thousands of mods. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remembered the spa. You did remember. Where, okay, where so you did know. I, you're the expert here. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad it came Okay, uh, the mod I really want. Well, I couldn't, can't talk about the one I really wanted to talk <laughs> you can about. Say it. it turns everything to mayo. Yeah, there are a weird. bunch of mods that turn th random things so to weird. mayo. That's weird. At least it sells well. Yeah. Okay, um, this mod, though. This is silly. There are a bunch of mods that turn the dateable characters into yandere's, <laughs> which is an anime term. Um... It basically means, uh, I think the actual translation is crazy love. Yeah, they're, they're obsessed with you. Yeah, they're obsessed with you <laughs> to the point where they don't want anyone going near you. Mm -hmm. um, there are two main story paths. I said too many, but there are two, two main. That's the word I meant to use. George Mark Community Center. Community Center. That's Boom. it. Boom, easy peasy. So that, that's good to read. You um, can do that, each of those in re replays, right? 12 romanceable characters. Mm -hmm. High replay value. Yeah, it has high replay value because like, you can romance someone different on each playthrough. You can start different farms, all different items. You can try different method, uh, like farming method, money yeah. make. Huge. The game is $15. It's $15. Which... With thousands of hours of content. That ha That's crazy. That's yeah. insane to me. Uh, calming and peaceful gameplay, unless you're in the mines. <laughs> Wait, did I tell you how many mines there were? I th there's, there's five. Five mines. There's yep. normal mines, dangerous mines, means skull cavern. Uh, no, we didn't mention, but the skull cavern mine actually changes the time. It slows down time a little bit while you're in there. Oh, I didn't know I that. Saw that. I learned okay. that yesterday, which is cool. They would have saw it on the graphics if they were watching earlier. But if they were watching. If they were watching. <laughs> uh, podcast listeners, uh, come watch. <laughs> um, there is also the volcano. Mm. There's a freaking volcano in the game. <laughs> and then there's the ability to change the normal mines into like a weird mines that gives you radioactive ore. Very interesting. Which is okay. very odd. All right. Um, anyway, back to this. Uh, player way, it's very open-ended. There's always something to do. Uh, 
there's multiplayer which is cool like that it didn't have it when it came out but it, it just expanded the game even more and that makes certain mods even better really okay and i like this next point you have here the music okay mm. the music of this game rivals that of games like undertale and legend of zelda breath of the wild that is not Which, a joke that's 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 a feat right there. Yeah, when I was when we talked about open world games, we were talk we were singing so much praise for Breath of the Wilds and Tears of the Kingdoms. I think we did sing that episode. I don't think I, I think you we might did. have. I did a little. You might have check that out. <laughs> but the the music in that those games are such so amazing, but so is Stardew Valley. Yeah, and so Which is, is Undertale. It's crazy. You made it by himself. That's awesome. Yeah, just like Undertale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean the music's great. The graphics are amazing. Yeah, and because of that, the game runs on a potato. I love that saying, by the way. That just basically means that they can run on any system. Like it's not hard on your computer or processor. And then I'll, I'll take this last point because I love this. We got had to get another review up here, so this review we'll put up on the screen here. It's another Steam review by username Pork. Okay, thanks Pork. He nice. says. Got depression? Grow vegetable. That's it. He didn't say vegetables. I, I wrote vegetables in the show notes, but we looked in the pre-show. He said, grow vegetable. <laughs> and that really sums it up. It's just really a peaceful, relaxing yes, game. And as I went through a lot of the reviews, people were like, it helped me decompress from my stressful it, life. It, it helps. It helped me in my depression. Absolutely. Which it kind of did at one point. That's yeah. fantastic. Like, you're, you're a testament to this. So I'll run through the cons real quick here. There are some. There's cons to everything. And the graphics. I put this as a con as well because I just know people that refuse to play pixels. Yeah, I love pixel. I love games. the pixel style, but okay, some people Undertale. don't want to want to play okay again look at undertale yeah. i love talking about undertale the day cycle can make players feel rushed there's no real deadline in the game you can play for years and years you'll i looked it up there's only one thing you'll miss uh, from with some character oh. action, but that's it otherwise you can play at your pace actually, but the day clock can make people feel rushed by actually, having to go home wait, constantly just reminded me of something. hey we got two minutes you know, we, we're gonna you're gonna have to post okay. it on instagram okay no, i don't have access to the instagram okay hold on hold on let me get through these uh, the game has minimal actually, challenge right it, it some people want their games to be more challenging. This is not a game that you're going to come to for that. Right? No. Um, it also requires players to set a lot of personal goals. The game's not going to just tell you what to do. It's going to give you options, and it's up for you to figure out. And some players, are that overwhelms them. And then the last con that I saw here is some players, like from a game point perspective, there's no true ending, right? You could keep going indefinitely, and some players are like, well, I, I want love, it to end, but love, you like that aspect. Some players want to know when the game ends. Like, so, like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, you beat and the you, game, but you can continue playing. You put this point here, it's like how to win. Eh, it's up to you to choose it, how you it, win. Basically getting 100%. Get 100%, That's what yeah, if you're on 100% the game. But we Which have, there's a way to check that. Man, wow, holy cow. Wow, we're at a minute. Yeah, we have a minute left. Um, what's your favorite aspect of the game, real quick? Uh, the fact that there is a secret that people haven't found. Really? Like, the creator of the game has straight up said, there is a secret that no one's found yet. Holy cow. Because I know that. Because if anyone had found it, people would have said something. That is fantastic. I, I love that. Uh, for me, I'd have to say the art style. It's just wonderful. Well, it's either I say that one or 
uh, Abigail, but <laughs> yeah, or Abigail, <laughs> or Abigail. <laughs> yeah, we like our goth girls around here. Yeah. So that wraps it up. Thank you. This episode flew by. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for bringing this topic for here. Um, if you have any questions, you want to tell us your favorite parts about Stardew, you can get uh, in contact with us at our email at shareddiscoveryshow at gmail.com, or you can check com- comment on Instagram, message us there, talk to us. We want we want to hear from you. We- thank Kaylee. Is Kaylee? Yeah, Kaylee. Kaylee's yeah. running the Instagram, so thank you for that, Kaylee. Much appreciated. Thank you for BCTV once again for allowing us to put on this production, and we got to wrap up. So thank you all for joining us for episode 26 of Shared Discovery. As we close, please make sure to have fun, be kind to others, and of course, play some games. And now, sign us out. Have fun and be good people. I love that. Yes, That's awesome. So good.